On today's podcast, we are going to be discussing the case of Bonnie and Clyde, two notorious criminals during the Great Depression in America. Clyde Barrow was born in 1909 into a poor family. He had six other siblings, his most well-known sibling being his older brother, Buck. Whenever he was young, he didn't really have much of an idea of becoming a criminal. He wanted to join the Navy, but the Navy rejected him because he had complications of an illness that he had when he was younger, which was likely yellow fever. However, after this, he was discouraged, and whenever Buck turned to the life of crime, joined him soon after. Clyde's first arrest happened in 1926 when he failed to return a rental car that he was using when visiting a girlfriend. He was released quickly, but the crime still remained on his record for the police to see. Clyde met Bonnie in 1930, and they began robbing banks together, and Bonnie would drive the getaway car. Bonnie was born in 1910, and her father passed away when she was four years old. Bonnie married her husband, Roy Thornton, when she was around 16 years old, but Roy was arrested for thievery around 1930, and they split up. Due to legal complications concerning Bonnie and her criminal record, they could not divorce because it would blow her cover. Growing up, Bonnie didn't always want to be in the life of crime. She wanted to be an actress, singer, and poet. She even wrote poetry while she was in prison, and there are a few famous examples of that. After Bonnie met Clyde, she would drive the getaway car during his gang's first burglary heist up until his arrest in 1930. In 1932, Clyde managed to break out of prison using a gun that Bonnie had smuggled to him, and he eventually got sent back, but then he got on parole release later that year. They made They met up with Raymond Hamilton, who was a young gunman and a friend of Clyde's. Whenever they joined with Raymond Hamilton, Clyde and him commit many burglaries, and Bonnie was their getaway driver. However, after one bank burglary, the men decided to rob a local store, and at some point, someone fired a gun, and the store owner was killed. The wife reported them, and... Clyde told Bonnie to get away and take a bus back to Dallas, where she was from. She obeyed this command, but later permanently joined the gang after Clyde came to visit her. Hamilton left several months later and was replaced by William Daniel Jones, who was a little bit younger than Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde were most well-known for robbing gas stations, restaurants, small-town banks. Since it was the Great Depression, there wasn't a whole lot of money to be stolen anyways, so their take never exceeded $1,500. They operated mainly in the states of Texas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, and Missouri. They were seen as Robin Hoods, which were people seen by the impoverished people at the time during the Great Depression because they were robbing the banks, and a lot of people who were in poverty viewed the banks as oppressive and trying to take all their money. So some people looked up to Bonnie and Clyde as kind of like a romanticized criminal because they were stealing the money back from the oppressive government that the people in poverty did not like. Eventually, after some time, they were on the road, and whenever they were passing through Springfield, Oklahoma, 
they came across a community dance, but there were police officers there. They noticed that Hamilton was drunk, and they approached them in to question them, but Clyde and Hamilton immediately drew their weapons and shot the police officers. One of their accomplices, Everett Milligan, got caught up in the chaos following the shooting, and the police detained him. Milligan also blurred out the names of the killers who he had been with. Clyde and his gang then left Oklahoma as soon as possible. Bonnie suggested that they run off to New Mexico where her aunt lived, so they head there. A police officer noticed their out-of-state license plate while on the drive to New Mexico, and because it was in the Great Depression, it was very rare for anyone to have money to travel, so the police was very suspicious of the foreign license plate. The police looked up the plate and realized the car had been stolen a few days earlier, so it was very suspicious. And eventually, after scouting the area of the property, the officer approached the door and was greeted by Clyde's gun. And the gang forced the police officer into their car and took off. Many, the officer then reported the incident, and the other police officers assumed that he had been murdered. And whenever the police got the call that he was alive, they were relieved. This incident gave Bonnie and Clyde their infamous reputation and was seen in headlines all across America for the next two months. The officer then figured out that one abductor went by the name of Ray Hamilton and the other two were proud to give their names as Bonnie and Clyde. However, eventually the stress of the road caught up to the gang and Clyde began to feel the weight of his crimes. He would often shoot people in his way but leave behind witnesses who could easily identify him because he was just done. The police considered him a smart criminal because he would do his jobs near the borders of most states so that he could cross into the next state without being followed by the police. The gang also had rarely stayed in one town for too long because the police caught on to them quickly due to witnesses, and also they were pretty much watching their every move. Whenever the gang decided to rob a bank in Missouri, a guard discovered Clyde's criminal intentions and began firing at him. Clyde dodged the bullets, but only got out with around $80 that were lying on the table. This was not as disappointing as their next robbery, though. They went in, held up a small town bank with their guns blazing, and then they realized the bank was completely empty. The gang eventually then decided to go home to Texas and spend Christmas with their families, but since Ray Hamilton had been arrested, he chose William Daniel Jones, who's a kid a few years long younger than Clyde. Jones was very inexperienced in a life of crime, though, and didn't often carry through crime successfully, often getting himself caught or Clyde having to come save him. And one of these instances is whenever Jones failed to steal a car and Clyde had to intervene, Clyde accidentally shot the owner of the car, causing the police to be on their chase again. They went to Dallas quickly to say goodbyes to their families, but they immediately had to leave. Whenever they were passing through Oklahoma, the gang also killed a policeman who tried to capture them, and they also killed another one on the way back. Their total kills were around five, but over the next few weeks, they held up several more banks and even broke into a government armory. They also shot an officer in Missouri whenever the officer ordered them to pull over. And that 
during that same drive, after quite a bit of driving, their car battery died. And then the other two went into the store, but a police officer stopped them. So they put, so they pulled their guns out and made the police officer go in and steal the battery before them. And they shoved him in the car and then they just left him on the side. There were several other instances where they commit various crimes, mostly kidnapping or killing police officers who tried to um, arrest them. And plenty of times they had to switch cars, switch apartments, move all across the states. And eventually, during one instance, Bonnie's leg got seared with acid after their car crashed and the car landed on top of her. The car battery broke and the acid leaked all over her leg. So she was, so she had a limp the rest of her life and she couldn't take part in the holdups. Eventually, the police began catching on to their whereabouts, and after a while, they finally found out their routes. It was learned that Bonnie and Clyde, with a few of their friends, were going to have a party at Black Lake in Louisiana around the time that they were planning it. On May 6th, they had one last visit with their families, but didn't know it would be their last. Bonnie passed on a poem about her exploits, which her mother later published in the papers. In the early morning of May 23rd, 1934, police officers concealed themselves around the highway near Sales, Louisiana, where the duo was predicted to drive through. They saw the duo's car driving by a few hours later and formed a blockade in order to block the duo off, but whenever... Bonnie and Clyde tried to escape the barricade. The police all opened fire, sending tons of bullets into the car. Bonnie and Clyde were found dead, slumped over in the car, covered in bullet wounds. In addition to the automobile theft charge, Bonnie and Clyde were suspects in other crimes. At the time they were killed in 1934, they were believed to have committed 13 murders and several robberies and burglaries. They are also allegedly convicted of multiple kidnappings, robberies, thefts, murders, and even more. They are seen as a, sometimes they are romanticized as criminals and known to set kind of the gangster chic kind of fashion trend during that time. And now they are notorious for their crimes since they did so much in an era that was really hard to do all that in. So that's the story of Bonnie and Clyde.